Recording. Hi, everybody. I just wanted to say that we are about ready to get started with season two of the throne room. But mind you, there are drills. Zero. Add flag. Button. Stop recording. New episode. Ew. Button. Stop recording. Button. Ew. Look at that. They're drilling the roof. Well, in this episode of what is it? The throne room with Beth Tarasi. Oh god, my brain is just... My brain is twisted because of these stupid drills. We have an oscillating fan in the background, so please beware. There is an oscillating fan in the background. I'm going to talk a little bit about school issues. Girls in school. Why school should be free in the United States and all that stuff. So let's get started, shall we? New episode, switch episode, button. This is your podcast episode, tap it to the, new, stop recording. Start recording. Stop recording, button. Edit segments, button, button. Stop, add flag, button, zero, six. Hello everybody, I hope you enjoy the uh... Zero, 12, oh, zero, 13, zero, up. 14, YouTube. Now, be a mate. Recording. YouTube. Now. Re recording. Fine. I'll put you on Do Not Disturb if you're not good for me, you stupid iPad. I already have my watch and my phone on D&D. I don't need to do this. So, while these weirdos are working on the roof, let's talk about school. Have you bought your child the school supplies they need? I am using a pair of Skull Candy cassette headphones, and they are really, really good. I love these headphones. They have two buttons on either side of a middle button with three dots on it. The middle button with three dots allows me to do Bluetooth. It, it'll even speak. It says with its own voice thing, it says like power on and all that. But what I like about these headphones is that they also have an auxiliary cord and you can charge the Bluetooth. You can charge them. They are fucking amazing. Excuse my language. They are fucking amazing. I love these headphones. And I want to thank Skull Candy for having sold them at Walmart. They were only 30 bucks. And then we needed like $12 worth of trash bags. So, and they were the last pair on clearance. Thanks to my wonderful, awesome lady that went out shopping. And yeah, she came back with the last pair. Yay! Okay. But that's not exactly an important school supply. Oftentimes, kids are unable to get pens, pencils, but that's not all. When you're talking to blind students, what school supplies come to mind? Oh, I need braille paper. I need a braille writer. I need something to do braille with. Well, APH is your source for all things school supplies for your blind student. When you are talking about taking a blind student back to school, 
one of the first things I was told was, oh, you can get all your regular school clothes and supplies, but there are different supplies for the, for the blind student that you're going to need. Now, it doesn't matter where the student is going, whether it's a public school or a school for the blind, here's what you'll need. For the low vision student, you need contrast color markers and you need like contrast color everything. Like you need to have like contrasting color paper. So like I would get black paper and a white crayon or white paper with a black crayon, depending on how the vision works and stuff. But you always have to have contrasting colors for the low vision folks because sometimes they it just depends i mean everybody's low vision is different so consult your low vision person coronavirus update consult your low vision aid or your low vision specialist to pretty much gmx mail now jay pellis regarding rwp windows 10 scene and if you're someone like my buddy jay over there in missouri here's what you need to do if you're in college and as a blind student you always need to make sure you consult your rehab professionals to see what they'll offer you as far as like technology and stuff. If you are required to take a PC fluency class, like, oh God, don't even get me started on computer fluency. I will not, I will never do a class like that again. You might want to consider having your college exempt you from a class like that because the class is mostly geared to sighted kids and it does not have, you know, assistive tech in mind. They don't take assistive tech seriously in a lot of these college PC classes. And they require you to use certain programs that may not be accessible. For example, Microsoft Access. And they also require you to use only certain web browsers now, it's been years since I've done it, but you might want to make sure that before you even attempt a university computer class, make sure that you have some training in access technology for full, like, Microsoft or whatever, or even the word processors available in the iWork suite for Mac. And you may not want to take the classes after finding the, you know, because... Com the computer fluency classes at university are a joke. To me, they are a joke. Because you're learning all the basic anatomy of a Twitter. PC no. or Mac or a smart device. You're learning all kinds of interesting factoids. But as far as like the assignments go, some of those assignments may be on programs that are not really usable for blind people. Depending on your access technology needs, you may not have to take the class. And you may want to say, get me an exception to this class. But if your university won't do that, you're going to have to talk to your rehab professionals. Because, you know, as a blind, as a totally blind person, you might want to consider what your PC Mac needs are. And I'm not going to say the other word because the echo will wake up. But you also want to make sure that you have full access to the class, full access to all the technology that you need. For example, if you want a Braille Note Plus, like someone tried, 
or a braille sent to you too, you need to pick, you need to do a lot of comparison shopping for a note taker. As a college student, you need to do a lot of comparison Twitter. shopping. Now, CNN tweeted, Antonio Banderas says he has tested positive for coronavirus CNN. Oh my God. And in breaking news, we have Antonio Banderas testing positive for coronavirus. Holy crap. Corona has taken a lot of high-profile people, and some have recovered, others have died. We lost a lot of people this year. We did. And that's another thing. I also want to add another layer of advice for those parents who want to send their kids to school amid the, the pandemic. Let me explain something very carefully. Diocesan schools are not a good idea for blind or low vision individuals. You need to understand I've been to a diocesan now, school. Coronavirus updates. Alexander Higgins tweeted. Wisconsin reports back. Wisconsin has more corona cases than we can count. And depending on your state's coronavirus guidance, you may not be able to send your child to school immediately during the fall. As a parent, you should be concerned about your child's ability to do their assignment and to do the kind of things they need to do online. APH has lots of different webinars on educational things you can do with a blind child. This week they are doing something called Lego Brick, Braille Lego Brick Week or something of that nature. And I've been following the APH on Twitter, so APH is pretty much the resource for educational resources for the blind child. They have some new Braille note takers out, but they are extremely expensive. No payment plan is offered. But then you've got the uh, uh, Freedom Scientific has something called the L Braille, which somebody I know says that thing is the sexiest thing on God's green earth. And I do not understand why that is. Why any man would say that a braille note taker is sexy. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. I think it's a little bit much. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to point out is that as a parent or a student, you should be concerned if your health is compromised by any kind of illness whether it be a genetic disease or whatever, if your child or you Twitter. yourself, no. learning tweeted. a student, have a learning disability or some kind of a, or Twitter. some now coronavirus updates. Alexander see. Higgins tweeted. Nevada reports 742 new cases. Nevada, wow, you're getting pretty freaking bad over there, man. Anyway, so here's the, the deal. Diocesan Catholic schools I would not recommend for blind or visually impaired people because they don't receive the government funding necessary for YouTube. the educational no. needs of the blind, disabled, or visually impaired person. I have never seen a Catholic school get federal funding before, and if the school receives federal funding, they are required to meet the needs of the blind or visually impaired child. This includes the schools that will be remote learning this year. Florida schools are being told to open in person right away. But here's the other thing. I, I feel for you teachers out there who are saying, 
I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. I totally hear your pain. I have friends in the Florida schools who are saying, I didn't sign up for this. I gotta do freaking active shooter drills and now this? This? Ugh. Twitter, now. The Denver Post tweeted, more than 100 arrests, 13 officers. And that, my friends, is bad. I want to dedicate this entire episode to Caitlin Reichert, my friend Caitlin Reichert, who died. She could have easily lived a great life, but I also want to dedicate this entire episode to my dear friend and colleague in the band program at THS. We, we, we were bandmates together, but her name was Caitlin Money, and she's a teacher. She is a teacher. Caitlin is a teacher. So if you guys like Miss Money, if you are her students, please, 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 please be nice to her. She is going to be stressed out like every other teacher in the world. Miss Caitlin Money will be stressed out like hell. Because the teachers are all saying they didn't sign up for being doctors and having to wear scrubs and masks and all that jizz jazz. Depending on your state's coronavirus hotspot guidance and all that crap, your schools may have to open online first. Teachers, I am going to send all this direction in your way, but I want to send you some good mojo because holy crap you guys you guys are gonna have to really really live it up 12 45 recording anyway twitter um, now cnn tweeted yeah twitter shares rose as much as five percent monday after it recordedly held preliminary talks i'm going to what am i gonna do yeah i think we're gonna move on to the next subject and that is girls schools in education and i'm gonna tell there's another girl I'm going to dedicate this episode to, and that is all the people who fly under the banner of Malala Yousafzai. Check it out. Third ad flag. Button. Stop recording. Hello, this is Beth again. Um... Those drills are getting so bad. Oh my god. So, let's talk about the story of... Well, for those of you who don't know, the story of Malala Yousafzai, who almost gave her friggin' life so that girls could go to school. Well, I have a reason to believe in her educational cause. Because if a girl doesn't go to school... It's not good for the future of the country. If a girl doesn't go to school, it's not good for the future of the country. Not at all. And as, as a blind person, I feel that education's even more important for them than blind people. Even more important than people who are basically, you know, kind of entitled to it. Like the males, for instance. Which reminds me, 
should education be free in public school? Let me actually do me one big favor. I forgot to turn do not disturb on, my god. Anyway, so Malala Yousafzai was walking home from school. Actually, she was on her way to school on the bus when a guy from the Taliban came onto the bus and said, Who is Malala Yousafzai? and shot her and two other girls that she was sitting with. And they did not know who Malala was, and I hope to God. The Taliban don't believe girls should be educated because they're good for nothing but marriage, according to the Taliban doctrine. A Talib, sadly enough, is a student in Islam it's yeah exactly and unfortunately though Islam does encourage education in the Quran because they talk about you know how people are coming in and they come in and they want all the knowledge of the Quran and stuff the Quran is open to everybody that's what the Taliban did not understand of course, the other issue that I see with a lot of cultures that charge for public education, we in the United States do have scholarships and ways of getting around the charges for public education. But I'm going to tell you something, guys. We should never charge for public education because of the way our system is set up financially. And it would also... It would also mean that girls would be left out of public school. Girls would be left out of public education and they would not be allowed public education. If an immigrant family had a choice, they usually send the males to school and the females would have to stay at home and learn to cook and sew. That's an old Puritan thing that they used to do with girls. Now, the more rich Puritan girls would then go to school. Or they have lessons over at a gentlewoman's house. And we've got a lot of problems as it is with the United States gentrifying so many people. Hentified, as the um, show is called on Netflix, if you guys want to watch that, that feel free to do so. Uh, as a person who is blind, I find it very appalling that people who are religious would ban education. Catholic schools were known for religious education for the longest time. Now, there are studies that say they do help a lot of troubled people. But there is one thing that I really would not recommend about Catholic schools, and that is sex ed. And the way they talk about promiscuity and sexuality is wrong. And it hurts the LGBT teens. It hurts teens who are disabled and may not be able to find a mate that easily. So, 
if you are seeking to send your child to a school and they're gay, public school is your best option. And don't listen to... Don't listen to Catholic school doctrine in front of an LGBTQ child. It would hurt them. Don't impose that religion on somebody who is... You know, when they're teenagers, they're going to want to pull away from you. Sometimes they'll want to get close to you. The two different times a child is growing and changing a lot and very rapidly are toddlerhood and teenagerhood. I've been through both. Everybody has, okay? When you're a toddler, you have to make it work. When you're raising a toddler, you have to make it work so that the toddler is, you know, not behaving badly. But same with the teenagers. Teenagers now have a lot of moodiness issues. There's a big chance that teens will get mental health issues and other illnesses and shit. My bad. But, but the shit that we went through as school teens is just wrong. It's wrong. And... You know, when I was a teenager, I wasn't even allowed to date because of my disability and dating was inappropriate for me because of my disability. I'm just uh, being honest. I mean, the dating thing was not really allowed because of my disability. And you should never, never even think of doing that to a disabled child. I have a worker whose child is autistic and she is absolutely amazing and I am absolutely I got to meet her daughter and she's a sweetheart and we gave her Trenton gave her one of his old tablets it was really sweet but um but her daughter is autistic and she will learn to have her own voice I'm really glad for that because I mean just think about it I honestly think she's got the best mom she's got the best of everything and there are some immigrant children in immigrant families that don't get that, especially the girls. Now, why does the United States need to keep its education free? I also think it should be compulsory until age 18. Why? Because we have a problem with child marriage. Child marriage is a problem in the United States, whether you want to believe it or not. And... Marriage is a legal and binding contract. But when you're a teenager, I would tell my teenager, the thing to remember about marriage is it's a legal and binding contract. There's a book I want to find. I want to find a good handbook for teens on becoming 18. And what you can do when you are 18. But honestly, I think that marriage should be for 18-year-olds and older, and I would never give my child permission to get married at 16 or 17. And the reason why is because if your husband or spouse-to-be is abusive, you have no protection. They don't protect you as often, and they'll put you in foster care. That's the way it works here in the United States. We need to end the cycle of poverty. If someone gets my, like if I have an 11 year old daughter and someone gets her pregnant, I'm gonna have to ask her to adopt the baby out or if she wants to keep the baby, let me raise a baby. 
but I would tell the baby's father to get the hell out of my daughter's face. I would also tell the baby's father that she's still going to have to go to school and she will not have to take care of the baby. The only thing she'll do is nurse it. That is, if she wants to. You know, it would depend. It would depend on who the father is, really. But I would also never want a male child in the family that, you know, is the... I don't know how I would say it, but teenage pregnancy is going down significantly, but I don't know if it's among unwed people or wedded teenagers. But that's the other thing with schools. You know, schools will keep the teenagers from getting pregnant. And I honestly believe that Malala was a big ad... Malala's a big advocate for education in all sectors. But... Malala was almost shot to death by the Taliban because of her education and all of that. But she ended up winning the Nobel Peace Prize at 17. And she shared it with Kailash Satyarthi, who is an Indian guy. But both of these prizes had to do with, well, children. Kailash Satyarthi, he was an Indian guy. He actually did some really good things with children and stuff. And, of course, Malala, we know what she's all about, right? But my thing is, I, I think that Malala is an amazing girl. She's an amazing woman, I swear to God. Like, really amazing. Anyway, if you are wondering, you know, I know that Malala is not the only advocate for education in Pakistan. Has anybody remembered the story of Mukhtar Mai in Pakistan? Mukhtar was raped by a gang of bad boys. She was basically the bait for rape because her brother did something. I forget what, but Mukhtar wanted to found a school. But she ended up becoming the second wife of a policeman who protected her. But she's got... She founded a school and she herself learned along with her own small pupils. And Mukhtar Mai is amazing. She's amazing. She's pretty cool. But, you know, she just... She likes... She likes the idea of girls going to school. And she tries to make sure that girls don't get married off before they finish school. That's the big thing. And she wants girls to have more freedom in Pakistan. I don't know if that'll ever happen. I'm just saying because Pakistan is a very tough country to, to crack. Pakistan's a tough nut to crack. They even banned Malala's book with Christina Lamb. Because they're saying that she's blasphemous and all this crap. From what I heard from another guy. It was like, oh my god. Anyway. What you're hearing right now is a drill above the roof. Yeah. I may not be able to exercise today because the guys are fucking working on the roof and... I gotta be able to hear the guy cueing me and stuff, so... Anyway, yeah. 
if you'd like to be on the podcast, season two interviewees inquiries are officially open. Please go to denverqueen.com if you want to check out my LBRY karaoke covers. Also, if you would like to uh, inquire about being on my podcast, if you have something to say, or if you'd like to, you can either leave a short message on Anchor, up to 60 seconds, or you can email me at denverqueen at gmx.com. That's denverqueen at gmx.com. Please make sure that your email paragraph is precise. You can put inquiry about blah, 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 whatever interview in the subject. And you can be cool as heck if you want to email me. But please make sure you make a good impression on me when you email me, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we're pretty much done here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna record an outro for this whole episode and we'll be done. If you would like to be a part of the Throne Room with Beth Tarasi, please go to denverqueen.com and check out the podcast page. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, and a hundred other of your favorite podcast catchers. If you'd like to be on the podcast with an interview, please make sure that you email me at denverqueen at gmx.com. The email is right there in the main website if you ever want to check out the website. You can also check out my LBRY page for karaoke covers and a whole lot of great ways you can contact me. Thank you so much. <laughs>